Hello, my name is Madison, and I am a sophomore at Providence Baptist College. Welcome to Maverick Messages, where you will hear the soul-stirring sermons we hear each and every school day. Please enjoy the following Maverick message. We're going to look at a church in Macedonia that did more than they thought they could. Now, this, now understand, I'm going to take this totally out of context, but not. This pertains to money and it pertains to giving what this church gave. But, but, I, but I'm talking today to you as college students. What are you giving while you're in college? What do you give? I'm not talking monetary money. I'm talking what are you giving of yourself? As a team in football, you got to give. That's what I like. It's, 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 you got to give to the team. You got to play together as a team. You got to work as a team. You know, there, again, there is no I in football. You know, uh, again, it's, it's working together. It's getting up when you're knocked down. It's learning to play as a team. It's learning to do your job so that it can happen. And so we come to this, ch- this church in, in chapter 8 and verse 1. Moreover, brethren, we do wit to you of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. God bestowed a grace on this church. Now, this grace was a grace of giving. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Don't miss it. And I'm not taking it out of context. God has a grace for you right here while you're in, at Providence Baptist College. A grace to get through college. I remember my first year of college and I said, what have I done? Why would I put myself in this position? I'd already owned my own business. I was successful at something. And there I am in college, a boy that was dyslexic and struggled. And, and, and thank God for Brother Ballard. We took every class in college together. Thank God for the encouragement he was to me. And what a good friend. But why did I do that? But God gave me grace to get through it. Who know I would, who, whoever thought I'd go on and teach at Providence Baptist College? that there be a Providence Baptist College. But God gave me grace to get through the first year and the second year and the third year. But I didn't just go to college to get. When I was in college, I wanted to give. I wanted to give back to the college. I did. My parents taught me to be a giver. And if there was activities going on, I was a farm boy. I lived out on the farm. Anytime there was an animal-involved activity, I volunteered. I was in charge of all the horses that ever went on. There were several programs that had horses. There was a parade. I was in charge of all the animals of the pastor school parade. As a sophomore, I had 100 animals in the pastor school parade that year that I was responsible to get there to find a place for them and to do all that. I was a giver. I gave back. At pastor school, it was crazy. At pastor school, you remember, Brother Hall, you remember the box lunches they would give? I was in charge of the crew that put those and built those back those box lunches in college. There was a meeting. We needed a volunteer of a crew uh, to to work. And I said, well, I, I, I milk cows in the morning. I was free throughout the day, and I had to be back at night to milk cows. And so I volunteered because they needed help. I was, I was always taught to volunteer. 
Young people, we're living in a day and age where volunteerism is lost. Where we don't give of ourselves. No, that just doesn't fit in my schedule. I got, I got things going on and I'm doing, I got, I don't have time. Well, I didn't have time, I made time. And great was my reward. I can't, I, I didn't plan on being in charge of making the lunches, but man, they were all disorganized. And Brother Hall, I'm an organizer. My brain, it's part of the gift of dyslexia, God gives you an ability to see things a little different in organization. And I'm able to organize them. And, and I was working with Judson Mitchell at the time. I said, Brother Mitchell, this is so unorganized. Let's do this, this, this. He goes, okay, you're in charge. <laughs> he dumped that on me and we organized that. And I did that for several years till I trained somebody to take my place. But, but again, here is a great truth of how they gave. Now, I know it's talking about money, but I'm talking to you about your college career. What are you giving back to those that are giving so much to you? I came up, I gave a day of my life today. I gave a day of my life. This is a day of my life. It's, a, it's more than a day because I prepared. I took time. His brother Angel called and said, will you fill in? Yeah, here's what you got to do. And I prepared. Took time to prepare, got all ready. I gave. I just, Brother Hall, I just sold our Christmas light show. I just, somebody came along. That was the ultimate goal. We didn't expect to do it for five years. Somebody came along, offered us a ridiculous price, and we're selling it. And, and, but here, here's, I'm glad. We've seen 50 people save from it, and that's a blessing. But I gave three months out of my life to it. And in that three months, I also had to take care of the church and everything. But three months, and, and you know what? I didn't want to do it again. <laughs> I don't want to give another. I've given six, six months of my life to a Christmas light show. And, and, and again, people here at Providence Baptist College give their life. There isn't a staff member here that couldn't go out in the secular world and be successful. They didn't want to have a providence. Well, there's nothing else I can do. I might as well go to providence and work. No, not at all. They be, and they give to you. And they come to the class to give to you. And not only do they come to the class, but they pray for you. And they have a dream for you. One of the songs Brother Angel and I are going to sing on the album together is We Have a Dream for You. We sang it years ago together. We've sang it at a couple of graduations together over the years. And, and uh, again, your, your administrators have a dream. Your teachers have a dream that you go out and do a work. I'm, I'm going to tell you, the likes of Micah McCurry and, and, and Austin and Johnny Che and the Che brothers. And I can go on the list of guys around the country that are doing, uh, again, uh, Brother Opposendig out in, in Kansas, Mark. And, and, and on and on the list goes of guys that are doing the job that came through here and young ladies that married and are making those men what they are. A dream. Brother Angel's down preaching for Brother Che with Brother Gomez today. What a blessing. Let's look at how they gave. Father, bless. I need your help. 
Father, I've taken way too much time in introduction, but Lord, I pray that you help me get this across. That, that they could, these young people could get all you have for them in learning about giving back and not being takers. There's so many takers, Lord. They will go minister to takers. But if they're going to have givers, Lord, you're going to have to first learn how to do it themselves. Bless now. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 2, look at it. It says, How that in great trial of affliction and abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded to the riches of their liberality. It, it sounds like a college student. <laughs> great poverty. <laughs> Uh-oh, my school bills do. Now, you guys are blessed because the job market here is huge. So you have no excuse. I was talking to Brother Kavanaugh the other day, and, and uh, uh, oh, about 10 or years ago, there was a couple of guys that didn't work jobs, but they flipped things. They would buy things and clean it up. They, they rented a, a little uh, storage and worked out of it. it. was there, and they flipped things, and they made a good living at it. And, and, but, but that, I, I understand it's too much work for some of you to think about uh, working. You can make it. Do you know that Brother Kavanaugh flipped all the way up to the time he became pastor? Flipped things. He'd clean them up, list them on Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace, and flip them and make it. And he said, when I needed money to give more to missions, when I needed money to go on a trip, when I needed money to do this, I'd just get out and hustle. Where, where is that, that amongst our college students today of giving back? Again, deep poverty is no excuse. No excuse. You see, nobody computes this plan of God that, that, that deep poverty equals great joy and abounds unto the riches of their liberality. This, these riches are the fact that they were liberal in what they gave. And I'm, how liberal are you in giving your time back? To help somebody. Thomas, who is the young man that helped you the other day when your car broke down at 2 in the morning? Where's Scotty? Scotty? God bless you, Scotty. His dad has a lot of respect for you. A lot of respect. They saw Thomas' car broke down. Thomas, those are called idiot lights when they come on on the dash. An idiot light. Idiot light means something's wrong. I just thought I had. See, he, he's got genetics of the light show. He thought his car had a light show. <laughs> but Scotty stopped to help him at 2 in the morning. You know, if I, I thought about I wonder who drove past and saw Thomas there. Poor Thomas, he's broken down. Or to give or to help or to give back. To help one in a verse three, I like this and and for to their power that means they did what they could and should, but beyond their power. You know, when I give, I want to go beyond my power. In college, I got involved in some crazy things, and I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know how it was going to work out. But I jumped in and I prayed. I said, Lord, you're going to have to help me pull this. 
and, and they were always asking me to appropriate. I'm an appropriator of stuff. That's another one of my ministerial gifts. I'm an appropriator. If you need something, I get calls from preachers. Do you know where I can get this? And uh, I know the, the 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 dining hall was all part of my ministry of appropriation. The kitchen, just the kitchen alone, is a million and a half dollar kitchen. If we had to buy all that equipment brand new and and hire somebody to design it and put it all together, and uh, oh, it was a fraction of that on the big picture. Uh, when I was asked to do that, how was I going to, uh, Brother Gomez? I got I'm a pastor of a church. How am I going to do that? And 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 I really said, there's no way I can do it. He said, well, at least pray about it. And I, here's my response. In Jesus' name, amen. No. That's what I did to him. He said, would you really pray about it? I said, I just did. You think my prayers aren't sincere? He said, go pray about it. And I took some time praying about it and talked with my wife, the Holy Ghost, and uh, asked her what she thought. I talked to the church. And my men were gung-ho. And then they asked me to, about a dining hall. And, and every front, we had opposition. We had opposition with, with the septic. We didn't know the septic was already in. We didn't even know. We, we, we went looking and discovered it. And then God would lead us through a, through a friend of mine. His father-in-law is the one that designed it. And it was crazy. A friend of mine said, I think I know a guy that could help you. I didn't know. He had already designed it. And he, knew. he said, everything you need is there. And the state said, no, it's not there. And he said, yes, it is there. And he went to bat for us, got it done. Unbelievable what God did pulling that together. That was beyond our power. Beyond our power. There was no money to do anything. It was all nip and tuck. 650000 was a bid to build a building, and Brother Gomez has shaved 200000 off of it. <laughs> but Brother Gomez, how am I going to do that? Then my friend said, that's what general contractors do. They go do a job, and then they go get a cut, get it cut, and that's their cut. They get the price down, and then that's their money. He said, you play the general contractor card, and Get them down, and so I did, and cut it two hundred thousand. Unbelievable that God did that. There's going to be no porch on there. There's going to be no porch because we couldn't afford a porch. But yet it it wasn't out of reach. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this publicly, but I'm going to anyways. Miss Kim, I need your help. Well, what, what do you need, Brother Woodward? She said, I said, I'd like to put a porch on there. Would you take Preacher to Cracker Barrel? And would you two sit out on the porch in them chairs? And Kim, tell him, boy, honey, wouldn't it be beautiful? Wouldn't it be beautiful to have this out to overlook the lake? Wouldn't it be beautiful? I'd like, boy, that'd be beautiful. He said, man, what a great idea. Brother Woodward, I got this great idea. Would you put this porch on? I said, man, what a great idea. Let's put it on. <laughs> the power of women. I know that's a little risky saying, but, but you, get, you got to be smart beyond your power. Amen? 
Oh, I love it. Really, Miss Kim ought to get the credit for everything we got done. What a blessing. You know how beautiful it is to look and see when something is done beyond your power. Because anything that's done for God is always beyond our power. So I talked to, in preaching today that it's all done through the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not performance. We perfect our trade, but once we perfect our, 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 our trade in preaching, it's all dependent upon him. Now the beautiful thing in verse 5, and they did not as we hoped, but first gave of their own selves. Now, they did more than they were expected to do or more than they were required to do or more than it was anticipated. But I mean, it always starts here. They first gave it them own selves. When was the last time? I know many of you have dedicated your life to Christ. When was the last time you stopped and said, Lord, I want to just give you the whole kit and caboodle. I'm yours. Would you use me however you see fit? Would you use me however you could use me? I'm in a little town in Dwight, Illinois. It's God's will for me to be in Dwight, Illinois. I'm in every nook and cranny winning people to Christ. The church has experienced some wonderful growth. And we're having people from outside come in that, we've, that we come across in areas. And what a blessing. Our first farmers came. They came and they have 10 kids, Emma. 10 kids they came in. I counted them all. I counted them twice. That was 20. Ten kids came in. What a blessing. Now, I got to teach them to come in on time. Because they come in late. All 12 of them. Down and take a seat. You know, they don't sit in the back. They come right down to the front. But last week they were in Sunday school. Farmers. I never had a farmer. I'm in a farm I'm in a farm community. But we're seeing wonderful things that God does. Listen to me. When you first give of yourself, then then God will take what you have and use you. My dad taught me to stick out my hand. And say, hello, my name is Dan Woodward. Your name is? Micah. Micah. What's your last? You don't have a last name? Amen. See, my dad taught me to do that. Wherever I go, I mean, I don't know somebody. I say, hey, my name is Dan Woodward. Your name is? Isaac Wilson. Isaac, yeah. And I get to, I meet people all the time. And I meet them and I get to, and, and, and eventually I make myself, they know that I'm a preacher and I, put myself in a position that they may need help or, or I find out they're in a hospital in a small community. I go visit them. They say, what are you doing here? I said, when you have a friend for a preacher, they come to the hospital to visit you. And they are blown away. And usually that's when I get to lead them to Christ. Amen. I get that. You gotta, it's all different. Now, I believe in knocking doors and we knock doors and we're out doing it and we run buses in every direction. But I'm going to tell you, you got to let God use you to go into places you never get to go to reach people and go beyond. Now I'm going to say this. I want you to look at verse 6 and 7. Inasmuch as we desired of Titus that he had begun 
so also finish in you the same grace also. Now there comes a finishing. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in diligence, in love to us, see that ye abound also in this grace. Now again, here it is. You, you, you made a commitment to come to Providence Baptist College. You're here. Now, number one, finish. Finish. Don't be a quitter. Well, I got, I'm just coming one year. I'm coming one year to Bible college, and, 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 I'll, and that's all I'm going to do one year. No, finish. Get a degree. Get, leave with something in your hand. Get a degree. Commit, commit to, to, to a degree to finish. Finish. But not only that, while you're here abound in faith and utterance and knowledge and diligence and your love. Now listen to me, you don't have to give back, but you miss out on the blessing. Now look at verse 8 and I'll be done. I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others to prove the sincerity of your love. I'm going to tell you how you prove the sincerity of your love as you get back. Are you thankful for what you're getting here? I said this in my classes, Brother Hall. I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but I believe that Providence Baptist College is an Ivy League school. Not in the secular sense, but in fundamentalism. Do you know that people that go to Ivy League schools accomplish more than those that go to state colleges or junior colleges? Why is that? Because of their training. Because who's teaching them? Because the path to success. That's why I believe Providence is an Ivy League school. It's a path to success that's laid by successful people. And I'm not tearing down other schools, but I'm saying that for your sake, not to puff you up. I go to an Ivy League school. No, but I'm kidding. Taught to be successful. I have the privilege of being. Not every kid gets to go to an Ivy League school. Only a chosen few. And you are in an Ivy League school of fundamentalism, learning how to be successful. And great will your reward be. In closing, with that in mind, not to puff you up, but what are you giving back to Providence? Are you volunteer? Maybe that's my message is about volunteering. Maybe that's my message about giving back and being involved. Hey, if they're working on a project, hey, I'm available. I'll, I'll make time. There's something, or they need something, I'll go out and look for it. Man, I learned how to appropriate in Bible college. Here's my motto. You have not because you ask not. So, man, I go ask people to give it. Oh, sure, for the college. I'll do anything. Yeah, I'll give it to you. You need that? Okay, thank you. And then, you, you, you know, again, don't be. What you can give back and do, volunteer helping. Volunteer at the church what you can do. What a great privilege. I challenge you beyond a shadow of a a doubt that you will be blessed. Are you able to prove, in closing this statement, are you able to prove the sincerity of your love? I want every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm done.
the sincerity of your love. Hey, there's a lot of people that love you and care about you. There's a bunch. What are you doing to prove the sincerity of your love? I know this message deals with missions and giving. You've heard it every which way, but you've never heard it this way. Uh, and it's a truth that God gave me for you. I wonder if you're here and you'd say, Lord, I want you to use me. I'm going to give, Lord, I'm, I'm going to give all of me to you today. All of me, it's yours to be used. Praise the Lord. Please tune in again for another Maverick message.